Hello, everyone, and welcome to Note to Scene, a music news podcast covering everything from pop punk to metalcore. I'm Matt Crane. I'm Tyler Sharp. And welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, where every week we discuss all the biggest news stories in the music scene. Find more episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, where you should please rate and review us. Email us at notetoscene at gmail.com. For this episode, we will be breaking down the final Vans Warp Tour lineup in its entirety and reflecting on the legacy of a tour that was, at one time, the center of our universe. All right, let's go. All right, we just got to get back into uh, listener questions and feedback because uh, we have been slacking, Tyler Sharp. We have been way slacking, and uh, a couple people might have forced our hand this week, so there's a few things we got to address here, <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> so we're kind of backlogged on all the listener questions. Apologize for that, but we will be getting back into the flow of it. But our first little bit of feedback actually comes from a musician. Um, last week, we did our episode on Under Oath's new song. And um, to give you context, we were talking about how we didn't think the band signing to Fearless Records was a good move because Fearless is too small, and we think that Under Oath should have signed to a major label. Well, the singer of the band, Spencer Chamberlain, listened to the episode and... Um, disagreed with us and he tweeted at us um know your facts fearless records is owned by concord these people don't know what they are even discussing spencer is referring to us as the people who don't know what we're discussing and um spencer's got a point here we did you know and it wasn't for nefarious reasons but we did leave out that fearless was owned by concord i just i genuinely forgot um to give you guys context to this, Concord has been buying up scene labels kind of left and right lately, and uh, uh, they're not quite a major label. They were a p- music publishing company, mm-hmm. and um, they bought Fearless, they bought Razor and Tie, they bought Vanguard. Am I missing anyone else scene-related? Vanguard is like where Andrew McMahon is, right. um, Razor and Tie. What the fuck's going on with that dumpster fire right now? But <laughs> obviously, we know all the bands on Fearless. Is there anyone else on Concord? I'm trying to well, think off the top of my head, but I don't think so. I think those they, are the three main a, scene ones. Yeah, they've bought a few other indie labels too, though. But mm-hmm. um, Spencer has a point. Concord uh, is kind of a major label. And they could offer the band bigger support than just Fearless Records could. But what I thought was interesting was you know, about Spencer's response to us was how we were talking about how we thought Under Oath was going to go in this radio rock um, sort of major label driven direction. And Spencer seems to kind of be confirming that here. Like, you know what I mean? He wanted to point out that, no, hey, we are on a major label. This is know? a major. He de- Like you said, Spencer has a point. We didn't mention the whole Concord deal. And The real reason, you know, he's referencing a point during the episode when we were talking about how Fearless hasn't had the best track record with pushing songs to radio, with the exception of I Prevail, who have really done arguably more work themselves than the label has. You know, the the label kind of wants I Prevail more than I Prevail wants the label at this point. And then we mentioned Pierce the Veil Circles, but outside of that there hasn't really been much coming from that label and seeing rock radio success so we were kind of basing it off fearless's track record and to be fair you know i spoke with under Oath's manager randy nichols last week and he was kind of uh explaining the other side of it to me and how that the, the deal with concord is very young and a lot of fearless bands just don't fit the radio rock formula so they're just not pushing them at all Right. But there's obviously going to be something here on the Under Oath record uh, that is going to be pushed to radio. And this hasn't been pushed. And from what I've been told, this won't be pushed. You're talking about um, the new single. Right, On um, My Teeth. On My, on my Teeth. Yes. So this is this was more of the fan service song, like I kind of speculated last 
uh, last episode. And another thing, you know, we could touch on kind of a sidebar out of this is that we're fans running this show, you know, like we're not part of the formal press industry anymore. So we don't get behind the scenes information other than what Shout, we shouts to all you ex journalists out there. Absolutely. Out here? Absolutely. Out here? And we know you're out there, but, uh, you know, we, a big part of this podcast is just documenting the fan experience. And part of the fan yeah. experience is, genuine reactions to things and you know speculation about what's coming next because just (laughs) like listeners we usually don't know you know we know some things that are coming but we're we're not like tyler and i like we still have our little birdies you know Mm -hmm. we still have our little connections but we're not we don't work at alternative press anymore you know we're not plugged in we don't have all the info but to give you know and it's always great to hear from a musician like spencer chamberlain reaching out to us like this is awesome i love it um, but I, I, I do kind of still disagree with him in a way because, you know, Concord, even I just I don't really think you can say they are a full on major label. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some bands have had my I think they've had a few, maybe two or three mild rock radio hits that I can think of from some bands that are actually just straight signed to Concord. There's a few of them. I can't can't think of them off the top of my head. But Concord is not. They're not firing on all cylinders. I mean, they're buying a lot. Man, I think they recently bought, like, the back catalog to some just huge fucking band. Like, okay. they're, they're, they're buying a lot, and they're building. But I just, I don't see Concord as this fully functioning major label that I think could help under us. Like, if they were signed to a Roadrunner via Atlantic, mm. for example. Mm-hmm. Or if they were signed to Capital or something, you know, with the help of Universal. So I still... I still disagree with Spencer, but, you know, I appreciate him taking the time to listen to the show and write in. Absolutely. And shouts to their manager, Randy Nichols, for reaching out to me and being, like, super cool about the episode. You know, we him and I had a really good, civil, educated conversation about everything. Absolutely. And, uh, Randy's, always, Randy, Randy's always been a really, really great guy to work with. Um, but always. we got to move on. Uh, next, we had a listener question. Listener Ben wrote into the show. Uh, ben says... One of the biggest bits of news that flew under the radar with Under Oath was the fact that the band is now signed to Fearless Records. In my mind, that puts Fearless into new territory. I was wondering if you fellas would mind giving your rankings of the best scene label rosters currently. I'm thinking labels like Fearless, Hopeless, Pure Noise, Equal Vision, Victory, Epitaph, Sumerian. Um, you want to go first, Tyler? Or I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go, I'll go okay, first, so. yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, as far as powerhouse rankings for these labels go, I am going to say... Oof, this has gotten a lot harder over the last <laughs> couple of years. It used to be pretty blatant, right now, right? Yeah, right now I'm going to say Fearless, mm-hmm. Hopeless, Epitaph, Pure Noise, wow. Sumerian, EVR, and Victory at the bottom. That's where I am. What about Rise? Oh, Rise, shit. Okay, let's take my ranking I just said, <laughs> but let's slide Rise right below Hopeless. Okay, so third. How about you, Tyler? Yeah, third. Yes. Because of, you know, Rise is just the Paris flop and the at the driving thing not going off and they accept it. Just Rise has not been having the success we're used to seeing them have. So in my mind, they've slipped. Absolutely. You know, they, they're slowly getting dissolved into BMG and they're signing all these legacy acts and they're not selling records right. and their YouTube channel doesn't have the power it used to. Whereas my point is Rise a couple of years ago was dominating Fearless, but at least Fearless now is still like having success with Pierce and having success with uh, I Prevail. Yeah, definitely Fearless is ahead of the pack for sure. They got under oath now. Shouts. Exactly. I mean, shouts to the boys. <laughs> always, always <laughs> shouts, no matter what. Definitely. No matter what, guys, we love you. We love you. Yes, and I'm very excited for that new album, despite what very, some people may excited. think about last episode. But so, <laughs> label rankings. I am pretty close to you. I am with Fearless number one, Hopeless number two, Rise number three, Epitaph number four. Then it gets really muddy. I'm I'm kind yeah. of leaning more towards Pure Noise uh mm. next and then equal vision then sumerian then victory 
I, you know, Pure Noise has just been hitting more out of the park than EVR lately. You know, yeah, the story so far is outselling any band on EVR right, right now. EVR know? have these weird kind of bubbling hype bands that they might have been able to do something with, but and apparently I'm, they botched the Water Park they, release and they just lost nothing nowhere. Yeah, so. they lost nothing nowhere, which is maybe about to be the biggest fucking thing ever. Right. And Water Parks, yeah, the release just didn't go well. Um and victory is over. I mean, it's just never, it's never <laughs> going to happen. You know over I mean? for like 10 years now. <laughs> it's done. Epitaph yeah. is still a powerhouse. You know, they're sitting on that, you know, offspring, offspring money for money. life. And, and Falling is still working well. Like Falling in Reverse is, they're still working well, man. They're selling out big shows. They're, you know, getting good numbers. They're nice. selling records. Yep. Sumerian is the, you know, that's the tragedy here, I, I feel like. You know, it's just... Talk what happened a, you know a fall from grace man they were given a rise for their money back in the day i mean they can yeah at one point they were bump, bumping head to head with rise for metalcore dominance and um you know they i mean they they put out a successful asking album this year but like who the fuck couldn't it's asking alexandria <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> that record pretty much sold itself the return of danny other than that it's like all their other bands are just falling the fuck off you know what and bands, there's a whole thing to that what, what yeah what no, i mean the owner of Sumerian is busy making a fucking movie or he put out a movie, you know, starring your favorites, Andy Black and Ben Bruce. But um, I think there's a little distraction going on with the management of that label and uh, they should be focusing on music. Yeah. The problem and, is that Ash doesn't want to run a label. <laughs> right. He he's d- he's done with it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, our next bit of feedback comes from listener Desiree. She writes, hey guys, this is not really a question, but I just want to say thank you for making this podcast. I'm a 21-year-old semi-retired emo kid, and listening to the podcast every week feels like talking to old friends about the news and topics I really care about. I don't have any friends who are into the scene, and it's honestly disheartening to not have anyone to talk to about it. But the show makes it way better. Shouts to you guys. Sometimes you're the only thing that keeps me chugging along during those hard-ass college days. Thanks again. Love y'all. Des. Hey, shouts to you, Des. I mean, that is pretty much the mission statement of our show. That's exactly what we hope we can make people feel when we do this. Man, when I read that email, I about started tearing up, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, that's the coolest thing to me. Like, we're pretty aggressive on this show, right? You know, like this is, we don't really hold back, but uh, it's, it's just like, it warms my heart. The fact that. But like, that's how you're back in high school, man. I mean, think back in early college, that's how we were, you know, like that's, you talk with your friends, you know, fucking would Sonny Moore do this week? Oh, fuck around here. And it's just, that's why we started this show. We wanted to have that conversation, you know, that we all don't get to have with our friends because they don't like the same music as us. And, and, and Tyler and I were doing it and we figured we'd share it with the world and it's 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 working out way better than we thought it would to be (laughs) i don't think we ever thought it was going to get this big i mean we get a lot of emails like that all the time and lots so many people listening um it's been a really fun journey to be honest it has emails emails like that is where it's really just make us appreciate the listeners so you know thanks to her thanks to all of you yeah always um but we got to move on tyler we got to get into our main story this week this is a big one the lineup was announced for the final Vans Warp Tour. You know, this was going to be an annual tradition for Note to Scene. We were going to do our Warp Tour lineup <laughs> breakdown episode. We started it last year, and now Warp Tour's coming to an end, so this will be the second and last annual Warp Tour episode. I figure we should kind of do it the same as we did last year. We'll go stage by stage and kind of analyze the stages and sort of the posturing of it all and what we think. But cool. um, before we get into that, I was at work, so I missed out on a lot of this, but you kind of, you you experienced the, the rollout, right? The initial announcement day, which, which from everything I'm hearing, it, it was kind of a clusterfuck. So can you kind of take me through the announcement, Tyler? Like, what was that like? Yeah, so Warp Tour Day rolled around. I get home from class and uh, call up my buddy Brian Storm, shouts to Rockfeed, go sub to the YouTube channel. He's killing it over there. 
and you know we're talking it's about 15 minutes before the drop's supposed to happen and uh we're talking we're speculating we don't know what the lineup is you know we're 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 hoping for the best and and we thought we were preparing for the worst but we didn't know how bad it was going to get so we hang up the phone but a couple minutes before the drop and I'm just refreshing the Facebook page over and over and at at top of the hour when it dropped warp tour uploaded this video to their facebook page and it was a it was a post and it had a link to the their website where the lineup was supposed to be so this video it's like three minutes long or some shit and it just like it it's just random shots of like people painting and 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 doing stuff and this random art stuff and it's like what the hell am i watching where's the fucking lineup so i click on the link to the website (laughs) and there's nothing there it's just the date still so so the website was super surprise there was this year there was no right yeah exactly there was no lineup there and so i keep refreshing keep refreshing i watch all the way to the end of this video and at the end of this video they're showing like a mock of the daily stage lineup like the blow-up thing at every warp tour date of the lineup but it doesn't it just lists the bands for each stage and it doesn't show what dates they're playing so it showed that you know, it made it look like Under Oath were playing the whole tour and All Time Low were playing the whole tour. And this is all stuff we'll get into later, but it was really like false advertising is what it was. So I keep going back to the website and it's still not there. It's still not there. And then I refresh one time and the damn thing crashes. And it's just, it's just like, what the hell is going on? So I had to take a screenshot from this video and try and like zoom in on each artist and see which ones were playing. The rollout was absolutely terrible. They sent out a press release and <laughs> so supposedly Black Veil Brides was supposed to be a surprise announcement that was coming later right. after this first announcement and they for for whatever reason they didn't take them off the flyer so they weren't listed in the actual press release but on the ad mat like the jpeg that was attached in the press release they're on it on select dates so everyone was like is black veil brides playing or is black veil brides not and you know in the email with the press release they spelled kublai khan wrong they put an apostrophe (laughs) in harm's way i mean it was just like this massive clusterfuck and i i was so sad by the whole thing you know i gotta i gotta check in here because you know i don't know this but this kate truscott has like run warp tours marketing for a really long time and anyone who's worked in the industry and worked with her and worked with these warped announcements you know how professional Mm -hmm. she is and like these announcements were always so spot on even the rollout ones where we'd announce Mm -hmm. you know five bands a week and I get the feeling like she's she's not there anymore. Um, anyone, any listener who can confirm this or not, you know, feel free to write in cnjimo.com or tell me if I'm wrong. But like this, just this is not her. Like you know, she, her announcements are always so professional and timely. And this looks like either she's left, which means a big power player in the Warp Tour sort of count, controlling council is left, or 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 she just she's not people just aren't giving a fuck about their job the last time you know like i guess you know where's the motivation you know when you don't have really job security if you know this is the last this run this is it yeah i mean man just just experiencing this rollout firsthand and in in having to put forth so much effort to find out what bands were playing and like they built this thing up man they dropped a teaser the day before people were dissecting it it had like little kind of subliminal messages with names cut up and people were pasting it together and like the chorus.fm forums and you know shouts to shouts to absolute punk shouts to jason tate that community's still there but uh, still P- there. PRP ran a piece on the rumored lineup from people who were piecing together names. And like mm-hmm. in the hours leading up to it, it almost felt PRP, like PRP shouts to Wooka Bus out there doing right? work. Always, forever, for what? The doing last 20 work. years. Yeah. Um, it felt like this was like there was discussion. From Limp Biscuit to Warp Tour. 20 yeah. years of the PRP. Exactly. But and Brock Palace up in here. It felt like this what this warp tour announcement was going to be 
you know, an experience. It was going to be an event. And they they didn't really tell anyone that they weren't doing a live stream. When I was, yeah. when I was re- you know, when the top of the hour hit, I was ready for a live stream. I was ready for an event. Maybe not necessarily live bands, which is totally fine because let's be honest, Memphis Mayfire, Bless the Fall sounded like shit two years ago or, or a year ago, whatever yeah. that one was. was it, but it? So yeah, so last time they had they did the live stream with the announcement. Did they have Jewel Vera play too? They did that year. Was, they yeah, did. yeah. So there was like Bless the Fall, Memphis Mayfire, Jewel Vera, and at Someone least else. you know. Yeah. And that was the they cut off the live stream. They used to do the live stream of the first day first of the tour, day. and mm-hmm. they took that away, and that sucked. And we were so, like pissed that they left mm-hmm. us with this shitty live stream of the announcement. We're like, we'd much rather have a live stream of day one. <laughs> And now they they just said fuck it and and took away the live stream of the announcement too. But I mean, but I've I haven't heard for sure whether or not the first day is being streamed. I'm guessing since I haven't heard I, yes that it isn't. But what's what's what 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 are the odds on that? What's Vegas saying right now? Because I would I mean, not. It's put pretty much stock in that. Pretty man. fucking like, low, but yeah. we can hope, right? Like I I still a, want this thing to be good. Like, that's this an is expensive endeavor. Good. You know, to get all that camera work and production crew and it's the final tour. They're really going to put that expense into it. Judging by the booking of some of the bands and the way they've handled it, (laughs) I don't think they're really busting out the pocketbook here. So I know it's just it's so sad, man. This whole that whole day just bummed me out so much after this thing came out because I was feeling so good the 24 hours leading up to it. The teaser dropped. We, there, I had friends texting me that I hadn't heard from in a while and being like, yo, you see this teaser? <laughs> what bands are playing? You know, it kind of felt like the old days in a way. And you're uh, like, sorry, man. Forever the sickest kids won't be there. You, yeah. you can go back to do. You can go back to doing what you're doing, man. God, yeah, right. It's like, not 2008 anymore. It is not 2008 anymore. You know, but I, w- I was, I was excited for for a split second, and you know, just had the whole good, rug good ripped you, out from under me. Good for you, man. Getting some excitement. All right, let's let's go through these stages. This year, we got the two main stages the journey's left foot stage and the journey's right foot stage um let's start with the journey's left foot stage because that's the top build stage so on this stage we got 303 asking alexandria Beartooth, bowling for soup frank turner why the interrupters why <laughs> knuckle puck mayday parade real big fish state champs some 41 Taking back Sunday for one date, if I'm correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, we'll go through that in a minute. This Keep wildlife. Um, hello, welcome back, boys. And <laughs> water parks. So uh, I like the stage. Like I, I this was uh, like I didn't. This was a good first glance for me. Like upon getting the press release with the lineup, I looked at this first stage and I was like, okay. I am satisfied with this. I can go see Asking. I can go throw back to 303. You know, Mayday Parade's on it. That's always a good time. I mean, some 41. Yeah, you kind of got to put them on the main stage. You know, they're not going to play Warp Tour unless you put them on the main stage. They're some 41. Um, and it's a good throwback thing. Um, water Parks, again, getting that... <laughs> they maybe don't necessarily deserve you know water parks still a small smallish band should they be on the main stage i don't know what do you think tyler of the left foot stage okay so my first question to you is did you look at the dates that these bands are playing asking alexandria is playing what five dates six dates. i did and that i realized that littered throughout this whole tour a lot of these dates are conditional a lot of these bands are only playing temporary temporary dates, but I sort of feel like it'll work itself out, or maybe I'm just being too optimistic, Dude. but like you'll get a decent show, I feel like. You know what I mean? Maybe one or two towns are going to get totally fucked, but in the end, one or two of, of these you know conditional bands will be there, and it'll be a good show, I think. Dude, Beartooth Dude. are playing three dates. Or yeah, that's four, tough. Or whatever. I mean, and they don't even line up with asking, so you can't see asking and Beartooth on the same day. Well, I'll just go through the bands that are playing full the full tour on this stage. Three oh three, not asking, not bowling, not Beartooth, not Frank Turner, not the Interrupters, Knucklepuck, 
Mayday, Real Big Fish, State Champs. Thank God, Knucklepuck. Thank, thank you. Thank God, Knucklepuck will be there the whole year. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, works. what the fuck would we have done without them in Shapeshifter, Dude, everyone? Some 41 is playing one date. One date. You know, shouts to the boys, though. Like, maybe they couldn't make it this year. And they're like, hey, you know, Blink didn't do it. You know, Warped, some 41. This is a band that came up on Warped, you know? So, and so, at so, least. So let's talk about the biggest band on this stage. Is it State Champs or Mayday? I think the biggest band on the stage is Taking Back Sunday. They play one date. Well, all right. That doesn't count. If if we're not counting Taking Back Sunday, who do we think is the biggest band? If we're we're only counting the bands that are guaranteed to be at every date. And that is between Mayday Parade or State Champs. I mean, yeah, right. Knuckle Puck sure is hell ain't up there. No, yeah. Um, well, are you counting out three hundred three? Dude, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? That know, band hasn't so mattered I'm since kidding. 2000. We all know. I we, <laughs> long time ago, Tyler and I ran a story about whatever happened to 303 <laughs> on Old Press, and their management company freaked the fuck out and woke me up at like midnight and <sighs> still apologize to you that. for that, man. Still apologize to you for that. Yeah, you got me in trouble then. <laughs> Shouts to Mike Shay. Shouts to Mike for, you always. know, dealing with me and Tyler and our shenanigans and always, uh, always uh, accommodating our uh, our editorial practices. But uh, I guess I would say, dude, you know, Mayday are a massive warp tour draw. They just always, anytime mm-hmm. I've seen Mayday at Warp, they, people show out. They are always a main stage, one of the biggest draws at Warped Tour. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Mayday are the biggest on the stage. Okay. Although that one date EBS are playing, I think that shit's going to go off. So do you even know what six they're playing June 24th? I don't even know what like what what yeah. what date that is. Uh, June, I don't know. I'm not going to go look. It's right it's now, Ventura, California. It's going to go off like TBS at Warped. People are going to show out. That's going to be fucking huge. You watch. They but, only um, play shit from their newest album. <laughs> uh, no, I think, you know, they know what this they is better about. I think know. all these bands know it's the final Warp Tour. We're here to play the classics. You know, this is this is a classic tour. This is a nostalgia tour at this point. Um, so, I mean, what do you think? You agree with me, Mayday? Is the biggest band on the stage? Yeah, congrats! Your uh, your main main stage stage has the biggest band is Mayday Parade. Look, you know, I mean, they didn't have Mayday last year, and this is the type of stuff that was missing last year. I mean, you need these big staple scene bands if you can't at least get a huge headliner like a Bring Me or an Adator member, like. You know, these bands were missing last year. You need because they played the year before, man. Like you just need need them. They're solid draws that you you need them there. And it's it's good to see Mayday back. Um, You know, the interrupters, how the fuck are they on a main stage? I don't want to talk about it. What the hell is Frank Turner doing there, man? Like the ska punk thing. You you know, I'm there were two years like fuck that. There was a year and a half where we had to pretend that Frank Turner was like right. the biggest thing. Right. That was that was a weird time. He's... And I actually didn't mind that record that that one song, you know, <laughs> give me one, give me one fine give evening and I can fuck up anything or whatever that song was called. And he had some radio success with that uh recovery song, you remember? Something about going into Vaguely. recovery. The only re- thing I ever liked yeah. that dude did was he had a hardcore side project called Mongol okay. Horde. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean that that he was known, yeah, he was known pretty well for that before. But yeah, he yeah. actually, he had the, the full major label push, though. And that's why he got some radio success. But man, dude, Frank Turner, no, was never going to happen. I think he, he, got a, he got on the cover of AP, too. He somehow lucked out, um, wow, snuck I, on. I, I just remember one time I ran a story about him calling out Taylor Swift or something, and he got a ton of backlash for it. I, I can't remember the context around what it was. Hey man, but we've that all was been the, there. That was, a, <laughs> that was the only time Frank <laughs> Turner ever mattered in my world, was that story. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, Real Big Fish, like, do they need to be on the main stage? I mean, I I get it, I guess. You know what? It's like they're like an interlude band, you know? It's like they're, it's the between the two bands. Is that the uh, kind of like the rite of passage band you have to sit through to wait to get to your favorite band? Yeah, just (laughs) listen to this boring ska. I'll never forget. Well, your favorite band the comment that you made about how many times you've seen less than Jake right, waiting from, from first to last. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have seen less than Jake more than any less than Jake fan because I've been at every warp tour and I've had to sit there because you know you get there 
<laughs> and you want I, I'm a barricade warrior, you mm-hmm. know, as we've discussed, and I wanted to be up front. And to get up front for your favorite band at Warped, <laughs> you have to go to the band before it's set and shove your way up there. And then by the time they clear out. So I've done that with Less Than Jake so many times where I've been on the barricade for Less Than Jake, just like <laughs> waiting for them to get the fuck off the stage. So like from First Alaska come out or, you know, Grilly Estates or some band I really cared about. <laughs> And uh, yeah, uh, fucking times I've had to see that. God, I died. Crazy. I think you tweeted that one day, and I just that was like my favorite tweet of all time. <laughs> but yo, shouts to Lesson yeah. Jake, man. They had a song in the Digimon movie that I watched as a kid growing up, like on repeat. It's called All My Friends Are Metalheads. It's a low key banger for sure. Yeah. But yeah, Scott is not drawing any people to Warp Tour this yeah, year. Yeah, you know, they sure. just like, yeah. They're the interlude band, you know, just chill out, hear a fucking trumpet, you know, for 15 <laughs> minutes. Wait, a setup. That's all it is. Like, Bowling for Soup, I don't get why we keep, like, pushing this How Bowling for Soup revival. Thing, like, are man. people about it? They were on the last Warped Tour, right? And they, they've, had, they've kind of been around more They're lately. They're just always they were on, there. Yeah, like, but they went away for a while, and then they, they kind of came back. Yeah, yeah, after the, like like 2010, 2011, like 2012, they were kind of gone. And like 2014, they were on that warp tour and it was like all of a sudden, oh, bowling for sale. I remember like we interviewed them for AP and I was like, why why am I here doing this? Why am I here? <laughs> Dude, um, I mean, shouts to high school never ends, right? 1985. Those are the two mainstays, I mean, right? Sure. You can't deny them; they're singles. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't think yeah. that band should matter in 2018. <laughs> State champs. Uh, I mean, they got to have a good run here. Is that the, the main like full tour bands? That's the most. Prom- that's the band with the most promising future, right? State champs. I mean, in doubt though, you know, we're not sure. Oh, you know, right, right. Like, but I mean, they do it. You have nothing I think, else. You know, <laughs> what water our- parks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> water parks yeah no the water i i don't mind that water parks album that's uh yeah, i mean we talked um, about it it's not terrible but it didn't sell or shit there's nothing in my system and i'm feeling what i feel for you do 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 um so yeah state champs is like is there an album coming where are we with them like i feel I, like there's supposed yeah there's supposed to be an album dropping this okay. year presumably during warp tour on summer so they can push okay. those fucking pre-orders at the merch table man time to capitalize one last time on warp tour absolutely <laughs> so they need i feel like they need to have a good run this is the band on the stage to me like they need a good run they need a good run they need good singles this from the album shot, and they right? need to connect. yeah i mean this this they really they really need to make the most of this um mm-hmm. knuckle puck you're done I mean, good luck. <laughs> We're going to talk about Repeat. that reimagined EP that they're rewriting songs I, from their yeah. last album. <laughs> Our so last bad. album was so bad that we're going to rewrite it and put on an EP because that's, that's all the space it was worth. All right. Are you going to put on some uh, some uh, shade glasses and, and go jam out to 303? Oh, Because I might. Yeah. I mean, hell yeah. That's, that's the 2008, get... man. That's 2008 it, in one band. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm I, I'm gonna do it. I'm a vegetarian. And I ain't I ain't fucking scared of him. I think I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go jump around and do it. I think I think a lot of people are. You know, I think they might have a surprisingly big crowd. I think you know it may be as a joke, but I think people will be there. <laughs> I think people will be there because you know, I mean, let's be honest. Starstruck, fucking my first the kiss. Though, Streets of Gold, which which got totally like written off, is actually a really good album. Like eh, it's good. It's not. It's I like it. Not bad. It's got bangers, man. Not great. Not bad. Got that Kesha song on it. Yeah, right. yeah, it was good. It's, they had some moments. Good. They had you some know, moments. you know what I'm thinking though. Um, Starstruck, dude. What are the chances? Warp no. Tour alumni no. Katy Perry, no, pops no. in no, no. for a performance of her part of 303 Starstruck. I mean, could that be the big moment? You know, Katie was tweeting and Kevin was tweeting at Katie. I don't know. There was some conversation earlier this year. There were two tweets. Um, There were two tweets. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, a 303 connected enough. Just just get Katie for one day to do that one part of that one song. And it would be the biggest story, you know, of the week. I mean. Because Katie was on Warped Tour 08 
for those who don't remember. Katie might and, have uh, some like, I, whew, PTSD flashbacks if she ever mentioned 303 in, in her presence ever I again. <laughs> at Warped Tour 08, on my way to go see, I think I was on my way to go see Gym Class Heroes, walking by the small stage. Uh, I think she was on, like, whatever, you know, the smart punks. It was a small stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, walking by, seeing Katy Perry, you know, and I was like, oh, that's just that girl with the uh, I Kissed a Girl song. She's never going to matter. I don't need to see this. Oh, and uh, no. that was the biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> Pretty much. Everyone who, because you know you're not alone at that. Everyone who did that that summer is saying the exact same thing. <laughs> yep. But, uh, yo, I was hoping, I was hoping, there was part of me, because Gym Class got on the Fallout Boy tour for a few dates, they're doing that fucking cruise with what, train? I was hoping yeah, they were going to... Don't, don't talk about a train cruise. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, I can't with the train cruise, but yeah. I can't either. I, yeah, it would have been cool to see Gym Class I was hoping for back, a few dates on here, and I was going to use that as my conspiracy theory speculation as the reason why Katy Perry isn't going to be on Warp Tour this year. <laughs> <laughs> just Travi's there, yeah. Just because Travi. I just wanted to. I I could have spun that narrative, man. I could have. I could have had it, but for whatever reason, they're not here. All right, that's enough for uh, Journey's left foot. Let's move on to the next main stage, Journey's right foot stage. So on this stage, we got all time low for like what two or three dates, three. long in reverse, four years strong, issues, less than Jake. Shouts to the guys, movements, real friends, simple plan, the main, the fucking used, tonight alive, we the kings. Again, I see this stage. I like this. I'm about this stage. If this stage was just a show, I'd go to it. Like, this has a good mix. This, a lot of these bands feel like they belong on a main stage, and um, I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about it. How about you, T-Sharp? All right. Time to read off the bands that are playing the full tour from this stage. We have Issues, Movements, Real Friends, Simple Plan, and The Main, and Tonight Alive, and We the Kings. This is a pretty sad right. main stage, Matt. Look, the Used are playing 621 to 710. That's pretty dope. Are they coming to you? I'm not sure. Yet, I think I think they are, but that's pretty cool that they used our back on Warp Tour. I like that. Well, I don't. What the hell? Why can't they do the full tour? I don't understand. This shouldn't have been a conversation that we're having with these types of legacy bands that are at the level the used and and taking back Sunday are right now. They should be willing to do the full tour. We should be talking about one date for Paramore, one date for yeah. Blink-182, one date for fucking, I don't know, 21 Pilots, you know, in yeah, another world. Yeah, but we, but... you know, you know, we knew we weren't going to get that when, and you can go listen to episodes go when Warped Tour decided to blow up Blink and Paramore on Twitter and, and start a bunch but, of drama with them. We talked about that. what made everyone think that, okay, at least we're going to have the used and Taking Back Sunday playing yeah. Emo Night Jams every day on Warped Tour right. this summer. No. I'm happy we're at least getting the used for 20 or so days. Like, I think I'm happy with that because the use no they're gonna know what they're doing here. They'll play a throwback set. Kevin is not letting them bring the canyon anywhere near this tour. You know what I mean? They're gonna play you know all the jams from self-titled. At least one song from the canyon. There's no way in hell you gonna... one song. Maybe that one single. They're but playing they're gonna the do all and they're gonna do in love and death. They're gonna do self-titled. They're gonna do lies for the liars. You know it's gonna be. The nostalgia set that they know Warped Tour deserves. Like I know they're gonna, I, I just know they're gonna deliver. They're the used. They're the fucking used. Falling in reverse, dope. Like I love Falling in reverse. They're playing for a decent-ish amount of time, and <laughs> you know, actually going back to the last episode, that new song, "Losing My Mind." Um, I think I had originally given it a 7 out of 10, and it has been bumped up to a 7.8 out of 10. I just gotta wow. throw that little side note in there. That song is, it, it's almost, it's, it's like near banger status for me. Like, I'm listening to it a lot. God, it's just like a lone man. part, too. It's so much fun, man. I'm loving it. Um, 
Four years strong. Like, where the hell have they been? They've been doing stuff, right? But, like, nobody, no one's been doing caring. Fucking 10-year tour for Rise or Die Trying. That, like, let's, let's <laughs> please not pretend that that album mattered in fucking 2007. Oh, my gosh, dude. I um, will say... It did, it did kind of... It did, yeah, it didn't really start mattering until, like, 09, right? Like, 2010, maybe? Yeah, right? it was. was kind of when they... Sinai, feel Alive yeah. tonight on a Saturday, and it really must suck to be yeah. four years strong right now. I mean, shouts to Bada Bing with a pipe. Yeah. Like, it's a banger, but hey, like, man. that band didn't matter back then. Shouts to uh, Scott Heisel for uh, must suck to be four years strong right now. The backstory behind that is uh, my old editor at AP wrote a review of... Uh, the set your goals album and um in it he wrote it must really suck to be four years strong right now basically saying because set your goals are so good and four years strong took that title right out of the review and wrote a fuck you song to my old editor um good stuff movements you do not belong on a made stage i'm sorry i know they got the hype you know but I, I don't know, man. That all really wasn't there for me. It let's really define hype for scene bands in 2018. They, they got like like cred hype, I guess. I don't know. It did like, like 3,000 first week. Don't quote yeah. me on that. I don't. I can't remember for sure. But I'm probably pretty less, sure it was man. somewhere right around there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe in the twos. They're just like, they're not that good at music. You know what I mean? Like the songs don't connect that much. And, and, and aside from their musicality, like they're not big. Why, why are they on a main stage? You know, this is like when we saw Jewel Vare on a main stage. It's like they're a little bigger than that, but they still, they don't belong here. Dude, there's no options left. Like, you got to give it to <laughs> Lyman. We have no options left. This is but what like, we I'd, have. I'd rather see Under Oath here. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it, and that's a conversation make sense we'll get to, to on the next stage. But it's like there are other bands on smaller stages that could be in these spots but i think you know movements are getting pushed by the right management and the right label with the right connections and this band i just i don't see this band mattering for that much longer um real friends kind of a warped tour staple at this point i think they've kind of earned their spot on the main stage you know even though they are a band that is stagnated this is what we've we should expect from real friends i mean i guess I will say, I will say this. I will stop being the uh, un unwavering cynic here, and the I will say Debbie Downer that there is seen. there there is one thing that could save this whole stage and maybe the whole tour for me if we get this headline: a Burt McCracken call out to Gerard Way on Warp Tour. Could so we get the, that when they if they play Pretty Handsome Awkward? Could we get yeah. that? You're in a dark place, man. Like the only <laughs> thing that can alleviate your cynicism is more cynicism. Okay, dude, let let's make it happen, right? Like that would be a fucking moment. I'm could, I'm could... starting to realize like warped tour ending is having a, a real negative effect on your psyche. It it's really bad, is, man. It's bad. You're, I need to talk about good. it. I need to talk about it more. <laughs> just think, just think about it though. Like the the used and taking back Sunday are on the same tour. I mean, I know not tech. Technically, no, they're sit not. Down. Sit down. They're sit down, playing a fucking down. festival on, together for one day. They're on the same bill. <sighs> and the main and Mayday Parade are on the same tour. That's cool as fuck, too. I mean, that's kind of a throwback. And the main, like, I'm glad they're on the, this, the main are on this stage. And, you know, it's been really cool to see the main having all the success they've been having. You know, they've castled up with their 8123 label. They've created their own little community. And they always draw good on Warp Tours. So, you know, I think the main are going to have a good run here. I think they'll definitely throw it back with some nostalgic, tra nostalgic tracks. You know? Dude, I don't think so because they're still like they're having semi-success you know they're having notable Dude, enough success people off are about new, it they're having they're enough point, success though. off their new album to legitimize playing only new yeah. stuff from the last two they're records. not gonna play only new stuff they, I, it's warped tour Dude, it's the last the warped tour Dude, they don't not like only, can't stop won't stop they don't like they're, when they were they're gonna neon, throw man. it back for the final warped tour tyler i promise you <sighs> i i they're gonna yeah they're gonna play american candy they're gonna play you know the newer Black stuff Flies. But yeah, they're I, gonna throw it back though. My biggest they've, question but, for these... you know they've been having a lot of success. It's it's they 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 found the way to survive as a band. You know they're always gonna sell like a little over ten thousand copies first week. They're always gonna play like you know almost a thousand cap shows, and they're just they're right there. You know the main have have figured it out, and they're doing it totally independently. And um, I think they're I think they're gonna have a good fun run on Warped Tour this year. So. 
my biggest thing with these two main stages now that we're through with the bands that are playing them i feel like and this is just my personal critique so don't well don't, hold on we did don't at me but before I'm, I'm you just, go okay but, all right before you, you go the whole this, thing we got a couple bands we didn't address on this stage all time low i know you i know you got to be angry about this it's three fucking dates matt right and this is the band that probably should have headlined this tour right absolutely like you want to talk about warp tour nostalgia so yeah. long it's right nothing personal that's fucking it you know coming off the the flop and the disaster and the just mediocrity that was um the latest record last young renegade this would have been a good chance for all time low to sort of come back and get some goodwill with their fans and just do the whole warp tour kill it bring out all their friends oh, it could have been a God. good thing for them but to be honest, with the direction they're headed, you know, this whole like indie rock, pop rock thing, I'm surprised we even got them on the tour. I'm surprised they're even willing to do these dates. We so got I'm them because in between. Dude, they're playing fucking So Wrong It's Right anniversary shows, and the album's like, what, 12 years old, 11 years old? It's not even a 10 year anniversary show. And they're and all playing even in the do UK. that. Why not just play Warp Tour? It'd be better for you. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, I, just... right. Right, exactly. Like, quit going. Like, the UK must have offered them a fuck ton of money, man. Because that's where they played all those anniversary shows yeah. at, as far as like the tour wide thing. But, uh, I, I mean, yeah. that's what it comes down to, right? The guarantees. And they obviously didn't justify what Warped could have given them yeah. for a full tour guarantee. And that's the other side of this, is it does, it comes down to money oftentimes where are these bands getting uh, the most money offered to them right and you want to talk about fucking punk rock you know with blink 182 they won't even you know they won't play the tour there's nothing punk rock about these commercialized asshats all right tyler (laughs) shut we need to break down just a little bit this is this is this is uh i know it's a dark time it's the final (sighs) final warp tour but we like to have fun on this podcast Mm -hmm. um are you gonna go see We the Kings on the stage, and are you gonna scream "Check Yes, Julia" at the top of your lungs? I will. That, try, that's the question. I will try to time it to get to only see their last song. <laughs> <laughs> um, tonight alive. Fuck that band. Um, that's about it for this stage. All right. Uh, you had your point you wanted to make. Yeah. So now that we're through with the main stage, I feel like uh, Kevin and all of you know the Warp Tour organizers and bookers. They stretch the nostalgia too thin. And if we would have focused more on late 2000s Warp Tour nostalgia, such as 2008, 2009, 2007, I feel like we could have gotten a more, oh my God, remember MySpace, remember all this shit. Instead, we got, you know, bands just playing one date, like uh, Taking Back Sunday and All Time Low playing three dates. You know, we we could have had... Just just bring back those 2008 bands and have them play that shit. You know, play their 2008 mm-hmm. albums. I mean, I know we're not going to get Amorosa. We're not going to have them play Re- Relativity. Bring back Dance, Kevin Dance. You know, I know that mm-hmm. they're on the the uh, Under Oath tour, and that's that's why they're pro- most likely not here. But could you imagine, you know, hearing... Uh, uh downtown battle mountain and the death star album songs on warp tour in 2018 a sky drive wires in the concept i don't know if anything relating to our man jc is allowed to be echoed in the warp tour vicinity anymore (laughs) i mean the the dance gavin dance nostalgia just you know cut out downtown battle mountain the nostalgia's around Death, the Death Star album, man. Let's bring back. Yeah, we, we, we don't. We don't got time to get into this argument. I know. I know. Downtown, downtown Battle Mountain for life. We don't got time to get this argument. Shut All your right, mouth. Um... Breathe Carolina. Where's Breathe Carolina? Where's fucking? Um, let's bring back Medina Lake. Right. Let's 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 Tyler. just keep. Ugh. All right. Got to go through the rest of these stages. And actually, we got to go through them pretty quickly because we spent a lot of time in those first two. So all right. The next two stages are the heavy stages. You got Mutant Red and Mutant White. The Mutant Red stage is Chelsea Grin, still a band, These Nuts, Ice Nine Kills, still trying. Still fucking trying. Holy shit. Kubla Khan, My Children, My Bride, Sharp Tooth, Silverstein, The Amity Affliction, Twisted, Wage War, and that's it. I have no reason to go to this stage 
other than, other than Silverstein. That's the only band I would have any interest in checking out. And to me, Silverstein could probably have been a main stage band. Like, fuck, kick movements off the main stage and put Silverstein up there. And unfortunately, you'll be lucky if Silverstein is playing your date because they are only playing, what, six dates, seven dates, something like that. Um, the date the date fact checker here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we got to be transparent, right? That's what everyone's pissed about. It's not about who's playing Warp Tour. It's about who's playing your date. So I'm just trying. I'm just trying to be like. I know. I know. I get I know. your point. I totally get it, Tyler. I, but I'm just trying to be like, look, this is what we got. Just make the most of it. It's the last <laughs> one. But yeah, okay. To- okay. Hey, shall I will look forward to 100% my children, my bride set. I haven't seen them since 2012. I was about that fucking band in 2008. Sure. Shouts to Solid State. Um, Wage War, go see that band. A lot of hype right now for a metalcore band. Yeah, they just, the last release did pretty good. What, like 8,000 first week? 89. 89. Yeah, almost 9,000. Very, for a metalcore band in in this time and climate when every other metalcore band is failing, uh, that is a statement. You know, Wage War might have a promising future. Yeah, and Kublai Khan, they got a special place in my heart. I've backed them since the Guilty Dog demo days. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, they're. Their day has I, kind of come as Oh, past, no, you know, like that, that as band as is very goes. over, but I will still recommend you go see them because I think... Amity Affliction, band. kind of over. There was a moment where they were fucking huge. I mean, didn't, like, they, they were... didn't they have their biggest first week in their career for their last album? It was like 13,000 over here. Yeah, it just feels like 2014, yeah, I mean, 2015, that yeah. all peaked. Like, yeah. they just... That band doesn't have much of a future over here, but they can over in Australia. They could co-headline with a oh, day to remember. For sure. I mean, they're they're massive in Australia. Yeah, yeah right. for you. I mean, totally. Yeah. You know, um, I'm just I'm blown away. Einstein Kills are still a band. Um, <laughs> uh, I love Silverstein. You know, discovering the waterfront and OGs oh, uh, for sure. Is, right, is, is 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 Twisted like Riff Raff Part Two? Is that what that is? I, I don't even know what that is. I'm not going to touch it. Um, <laughs> all right. Next all right. Stage. Mutant White Stage. This is the other heavy stage. All right. August Burns Red. Uh, Crown the Empire. Dayseeker. Still happening. Every Time I Die. Hail the Sun. Why? Harm's Way. In Heart's Wake. Knocked Loose. Say it, Tyler. The Boys, right? The Boys. The Boys. Motionless and White. Necro Goblicon. Under Oath, Bells, Ring the Bells, and Unearth. Like, shouts to Kevin and Warp Tour for, like, digging up Unearth, wherever the fuck those guys have been. Like, they put out some good metal, they put out some good metalcore records in the early, like, Dude, 2005, right? Yeah. So, uh, what's your takeaway from the second heavy stage, Tyler Sharp? I mean, I'm trying not to be a cynic anymore people i feel bad for the first I, i'm sorry for i apologize for the first half of this episode. feel bad for bringing everyone down <laughs> <Tyler Sharp. laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> uh abr if they're playing your date go see them they're only playing like seven dates uh yeah i just hope they're not they're not playing too much of that new record because there's I not mean, a lot there there's not but for the kids who rode for it there were seventeen thousand of them so there's something there crown the empire just do, just do consolations front to back I mean, that's what we all want, right? So <laughs> <laughs> just play Mary. Like, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see August Burns Red this year, but like if they did constellations front to back, that would get me to go see them. Huh. All right. Well, I don't think they're playing your date, so um Crown the Empire. God man It's over. What happened? So that was I mean it's been over. I know we've had this conversation on the show before, but that band was supposed to be a thing, man. Like they were they were really almost a thing. Anyway, hey man, we gave them like two covers at AAP. Like we believed we in them and, we tried. and they had a big they had a big first week. Didn't one of the records do like 20 22,000 first week or something I like that? I think the last one did 18. Yeah, and the one before that did like tw- did it? 22. Okay. Yeah, it was huge. Like they were okay. like it was like they're bigger than issues all of a sudden, really? Mm-hmm. Like they had a moment there where mm-hmm. 
where they were big and they don't even have a screamer anymore. It's fucking over. It's yeah. done. Um, uh, every time I die, dude, why you gotta skip over Dayseeker, man? They got a few right, bangers right, on that last right. record. I do recommend people go check that out. They're on the whole tour. If you can see that band, see that band. Every time I die, I mean the OGs, right? And they're on the whole OGs. fucking tour. They're on the whole Straight fucking up. tour. You know, looking at you taking back Sunday in the used. Uh, <laughs> Hail the sun. Shouts to Swancore. Shouts to Will Swan. I'm always. Oh, gonna ride that's for those. that's who that band is. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm always gonna ride for those post-hardcore bands. Harm's Way. You don't have to go see. I that had band. them mixed up with another another sun band when I insulted them. There's so many sun bands. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell, man? Oh yeah. Uh, in Hearts Wake, that band tried, man. They they tried. It's not yeah. happening though. Knocked loose. Kind of pissed that they're only playing four dates. Means well, this means that they have a summer tour lined up, and it better not be yeah. with a bunch of other hardcore bands. So I hope yeah. it's I hope it's something big. Uh, Motionless playing the full tour. They're arguably the biggest band that's playing the full tour. Uh, yeah. I guess Except, you know we've seen them just take a fucking beating <laughs> you know over the last six months hey, you know man, their record I'm, flop i'm trying all to be those... positive i'm trying oh. to be positive man <laughs> well i mean you can be positive about some things but motionless and white <laughs> is that's a stretch you know like um agreed they you know the record tank the singles didn't stick no. all of a sudden it's like they're not one of the biggest bands anymore no, they were you know they were they 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 were huge. They, they dropped after from, reincarnate. They was, were you know it was thirty two thousand for their album first, before the newest one, and then this one was seventeen yep. or eighteen something like yeah, that. Yeah, it cut in half, and it, it's just like all of a sudden, motionless and white matter way less. And no streams, no radio push. Yeah, um, it's just wow. Like, never heard might... of Necrogoblicon. Uh, yeah, don't care. I'm not like I'm not going to the final warp tour to check out new bands. So. <laughs> uh, uh, under oath, shouts to the boys always, as we're gonna keep saying. <laughs> we love uh, you guys. We yeah, love we you. love you guys. Uh, the three dates or four dates, however many you're playing, I get it. You're playing literally every rock festival across the globe this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Unearth, go see that band just because. Go see that band. Just because you probably won't ever get a chance to again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Who even knows how that happened? Yo, shouts um, to Unearth, man. What's the record with the fire tornado on the cover? I like that one. Oh, that's a good question. I am not yeah. brushed up on my Unearth. It's been a. I mean, dude, nobody. I don't think anybody is right now. It's <laughs> been a long time, man. I don't even. I was. I was surprised to see that name. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, knock loose or like get not playing too many dates. Hopefully, that they're getting their shit together and they're gonna make a good record. That, that's kind of what I'm hoping yeah, for. Yeah, I mean, they got a new one coming out this year. The reason no, man, I, why I'm hoping is that they got a really good tour lined up, solid one that's going to break them out of the hard traditional hardcore fan base more. Yeah. And I want them to leave hardcore so bad. And I know you're going to hate me for this, but like I really liked that Turnstile single. Wow. And I want to see them do something like that Hell so bad. And I know, I know yeah. you're going to hate me, but I want them to make something melodic, man. I want melody Listen, from this band. Listen, they can do melody and, and not be a fucking stereo gum band, man. We're, yeah, we're not I going want there. Melody. Pitch, did you see Pitchfork actually destroyed that Turnstile record? I think really? They it, yeah, they gave it like a, like a five. Oh, I, I didn't think. see so that. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Pitchfork. it did literally 2800 first week or yeah, something like the, that. The, the bands, they're canceled. Yeah, I guess. But I actually, I really liked that single. But um, okay, all right. Next stage. Um, the Auli.fm stage. This is the pop punk stage. We got, as it is, Assuming We Survive, Broadside, Capstan, Chase Atlantic, Dead Girls Academy, Dollskin, Don Bronco, Grayscale, Makeout, Pele Royale. Phineas, for some reason. Hey, back off, no, I, man. On this stage, with as it is in Broadside? I know. Phineas? I know. Picturesque, Sleep on It, Story Untold, Trash Boat, and With Confidence. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, the Phineas thing is just hilarious to me, because it's like all this pop punk, and then you got the the biggest, you know, hardest slayers on the tour playing this stage. Why are they on this stage? Yeah. Is this a typo? That, oh god i don't like, know man anything is up in the air at this point why aren't they on one of the heavy stages shouts Phineas to this band like the hardest band on this tour check check your schedules before you know when you roll into the tour and see this band highly recommended they, i mean they if are, you like really heavy 
intricate stuff. I don't care who you are. They got big don't, hooks. Yeah, look, got, if you're uh, an all-time low fan, don't go see them. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying to grow this band. They're great. They're fantastic musicians. They're very they good the, at music. They have their shot, you know? They're very good at music. Uh, I, I enjoy their music, but, you know, they have their shot. As it is, over. I mean, that yeah, band's oh, yeah. fucking way, done. Uh, way over. So over. The, the last record did not sell uh, anything. Patty is now in a post-hardcore band with Jared Alonji and another YouTuber who I can't remember the name, but yeah. uh, she's the front woman, and she's fantastic. Like, this band is Yeah, awesome. and they actually had a really successful crowdfund, right? They raised, like, Yeah, they raised, like, $50,000 or something crazy good? like that. Have you listened to them? The, you know, they have a few covers on, on uh, Spotify and stuff, and their original stuff is kind of just, like... It's it's almost throwback post hardcore, yeah. but not totally. So I mean, if you're you into know, that stuff, it sounds it's like really cohesive music. There was some like broadside hype, and like maybe last year, and then there right. was like some backlash to the broadside hype. Like it, it was. I can't. I yeah yeah. I can't figure it out. It's like they had a little momentum, and they didn't. And the record kind of did okay, right? Like for a victory band, it, it did, did okay. One thousand seven hundred. Yeah, that, that's pretty okay for a victory band. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the shade is being tossed. I mean, I mean, what else are they selling? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, so I guess that was the back. Like, they really just weren't that big. They got a good push. and um, I mean, victory put everything that they had yeah, into that really band. Did. And, it's and crazy because, you know, victory band. records used to be the biggest scene label. TBS, I mean, they put every other scene label to shame. Yep. Taking back Sunday, Hawthorne Heights, you know, Thursday. Thursday. A Day to Remember. Yep. Silver fucking Steen. Silverstein, hell yeah. Every, it was just, there was, it's crazy before you knew it was a bad label, Victor, there was a time when Victory was cool. Like, there was a time ha- when you put a Victory sticker on your car. That bulldog, Because, like, man. holy shit. Yup. Yeah. Holy shit! Were they putting out good records? You know yep. what I mean. It was it was crazy. It's just crazy to think they were they were the biggest indie label in the scene by far, and they had they had you know they were called like a major indie label, and they had offers from every major label wanted to buy them, and you know Tony didn't sell. He didn't, and he ended up you know rich as fuck, making a boatload of money off like taking back Sunday who went platinum and gold on multiple records, which is huge when that happens for an indie label. And Hawthorne Heights, who went platinum on multiple records. And, you know, even bands like Thursday, who still sold hundreds of thousands of copies, you know. Absolutely. He, Tony from Victory made out with all the cash, you know, and then even managed to sort of revive with bands like A Day to Remember. And, and I uh, mean, God, they were kind of like... A... Like Fearless back in the day, they were signing really low-level bands that didn't get the push they deserve, probably because the label just forgot how to develop bands. But right. Secret Lives of the Freemasons, Driver's Side Impact, Across Five Aprils, fantastic bands that put out great music that uh, unfortunately never got heard of. But uh, yeah, back in the day, Victory were a force, that's for sure. Oh yeah, totally. Um, okay, so like, dude, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go see Makeout. Cause I really like that makeout record oh, and it careful, jams, and careful. I know I'm gonna get some hate for it, but man, dude, I, it's hot. I know this is hot. It's, don't touch the stove, but like that makeout <laughs> record jams. I kind of want to see key. them play it live. It's low key. Like, it, Feldman's it touches all over that record. You yeah. know, it's a John Feldman album, just like the it's new Blink One Eighty Two album. It's a heater. Are you are you gonna are you gonna cop to it? Are you gonna go see him or? I don't know, man. Maybe with like binoculars from a distance, like <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be seen doing it. I don't know, um, man. Is that band safe? I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> they took it down in the store. <laughs> um, you know, sleep on it. They've had you know some bubbling hype. This could be a good run for them. I, I mean, they might pick up some fans here. Um, Trashbow, is it over already? I didn't even think it started. Okay, all right, yeah, it's it, it, it was small, but, you know. I think they had, what, one but, song with Soupy, and that was, like, yeah. their only moment ever? There's been some small pop-punky hype there, but I, I, I haven't checked in in a while. Um, Don Bronco, you know, if you read Rock Sound Magazine, are apparently, like, the biggest fucking <laughs> band in the world, but I've yet to see proof of any such thing. Man, you know, we're bringing up them, and we're about to get to uh, With Confidence. I thought both those bands were canceled. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, not Don Bronco at least. They they've come back on top somehow. Um, 
So yeah, so with confidence, all right, I don't want to get into any of the stuff because mm-hmm. it's it's so muddied and muddled and allegations every which way, and we're not judges, we're not journalists, but I, I just got to say that I'm surprised yes. that Warp Tour, given the history and the recent incidents we've had with bands and allegations on this tour specifically, and the bad rap Warp Tour have gotten... And I'm not even coming to judge with confidence because I don't really know the situation that well. Right. I'm just saying I'm surprised Warp Tour would even go near this. Like, it, it, why, why even risk that kind of exposure if you know there's even a potential problem? Like, like with confidence, aren't going to draw that much to the tour. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? It's not I like know. they're a giant asset you need. And that was kind of like when, when, when Kevin like backed front porch step so much you know mm. for warp tour i was like front porch step wasn't even that big i was like why are, are you know why treat him like he's so important and why help him so much to be on tour i just didn't understand it because it wasn't like front porch step at the time was a big artist you know he was right. bringing 40 kids max you right. know, to his show so that, that that was i was surprised to see with confidence you know and, and i don't know the whole situation I'm not condemning anyone. I'm not. You know, I, I, I don't really know it that well. But I was just surprised that Warp Tour. It's like why even every other week we got another band being outed for something. Like, it's why, like why even put why, them on the tour? Yeah. Why do we even have to have this conversation now? Have you seen is Warped getting shit for this? Oh, like, the backlash is real, dude. Yeah. And it's not just WithCon. It's Don Broco. It's Makeout. Right. It's, you know, it's so many of these bands. Yeah. And it's just, you know. And, he, it, and, and, I'll, and, and I'll ride for Kevin for the rest of my life. He is the nicest guy. He's such an awesome person. He really is a good person. He tries so hard to make this tour good. And yeah. I just think he just makes mistakes sometimes. And this is an example of one of those mistakes, I think. Yeah. You know, it's just a weird oversight that could kind of feel like a middle finger maybe but you just gotta not take it that way i guess i don't know yeah all right um any other thoughts on this stage tyler sharp i don't think so man okay well full, the full sale stage i don't know what's going on with that shit show so <laughs> when that gets announced we'll talk about it next week but um that is it for the show this week everyone thank you so much for listening if you enjoy the show please 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 take the time to rate and or review us on apple podcasts if you would like to talk to us send us a note at note scene at gmail.com and we will happily answer your questions on the show see you next week everyone <laughs>